Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast, presents episode 877, Games Leapt Over, recorded live on February 29th, 2024. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. I am your co-host, Duststorm. I'm your other co-host, Godzilla T. And I don't know when we actually had a podcast on Leap Day, but it is Leap Day 2024, February 29th. Woo! It's a once-in-a-lifetime event. I have to go back and see if there was a February 29th in the previous Podtacular podcast. I, I don't know if there is, honestly. I think that would be one of those things I would remember. Or it's kind of notable enough that it would kind of stick in your head a little bit. I'll have to. Yeah, one of my nieces check. is four. We're 16. No, four. <laughs> she was born on February 29th. Very nice. So she's four. <clears throat> well, happy birthday to her. And our little guy will be six months That just tomorrow. make me freaking feel really fucking old. <laughs> heck i'm only 35 and i feel old well my oldest niece is driving her younger sister like i said she's 16 so she's close to driving mm-hmm. God damn. <laughs> gives gives you some perspective doesn't it yeah yeah well we have Keep in mind, a- i remember when each one of these were born like I, I remember holding them when they were like this big. Yeah, I mean you'll you'll see me get there in a decade and a half's time. I might have what some gray hairs. You're by gonna then. feel like that when he's five. Okay, you so used like to be this big, right? Especially after he kicks you in the shin a couple of times. Anyway, I've already been told by my trainer and several other people to buy a cup. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. <laughs> Headbutts are real. Yes. Unintentional, but real. Well, unintentional and intentional. Most of them are unintentional, but yeah. There, there are the intentional ones every, every now and then. You look, just scroll through like funny kid moments on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll find them and they think it's the funniest thing in the world while the dads are reeling on the floor. <laughs> I've, I've always been very aware of, especially boys, that are of that height to always keep an eye on them so I can turn at the right moment. It's important. <clears throat> anyway. So last week we did not have podcast because I was sick. Still on the uptake a little bit. Still not quite out, but feeling a whole lot better this week. I, uh, Thursday last week I started losing my voice, so it wouldn't have been a pretty podcast even if I was feeling up for it. And then the week before I went solo because uh, GT was asleep. Not intentionally. Yeah, I kind of fell asleep on the couch. He, he has so now I have an alarm set. So if that happens again, my phone will wake me up. <laughs> Why is my phone going? Oh, shit, you got a podcast, dumbass. Anyway. <laughs> it happens. It was a nice little time to just go through some of the news pretty quickly. 
Which, uh, speaking of news, not too much today. We, I actually thought we'd talk about a topic that I wanted to cover last week that kind of made some headlines. I thought we might generate some good discussion. Um, we'll get to that in a little bit, though. We have just a little bit of PyTacker community recap of how Fragment Friday's going, which I think has been pretty good. Yeah, um, we've been doing good. Um, we got to play some of the maps, new maps last week. Yes, we did. And... So far, I'm liking them. I'm still learning them. I can't remember the name of the map, but well, the two of the maps center seems to be a really popular place. But yeah, the I one mean, with the towers. really popular. Like <laughs> everybody gravitates to the middle of the map. I'm like, this is a huge map. There's sides. There's a lower area on one of them. But no, everybody's top middle. Just how I think, I, I, think I came across like the best sniper ever. Jeez, snipe down. You played snipe down. <laughs> you play against snipe down. I think this making? guy gives snipe down a run for his money, <laughs> dude. I, I don't know. Okay, not only did this dude have a sniper rifle, he had a shock rifle as well. I don't even know how Double he snipers. saw me, let alone hit me with the shock rifle because I couldn't even mm. see his damn head. Hmm. Gotta love that network code and I guess possible cheater. <laughs> it, it's possible. Possibly. I, I will give everybody the benefit of doubt unless I see blaring evidence that they're cheating. Right. Because I suck at Halo and I know it. But anyway, this dude, all. I mean, he was peeling faces off everybody. I th- was that the the game I, w- I heard you all talking about before I joined last week? Probably that was that was our first venture into big team. Okay, so it's probably just as you were getting the party bigger. Yeah, it was uh, quite frustrating, but all a lot of fun. <laughs> Pins is like, oh, that guy. Yeah, oh, Good. that guy. We've actually had almost a full big team lobby a couple of times. Big team social like eight v eight or big team as in twelve v twelve. Nice. I know, I'd see we have a few more like returning regulars. We've, we've learned to stay out of that other playlist. <laughs> There's it way was, too many sweaties in there. It, it supposedly got updated with new maps, though, right? Or, uh, well, it's going to, to be, if I remember right. Yeah, it's supposed to be. I remember seeing anyway. some news that it actually hasn't come in yet, but yes, it's supposed to be. No, don't get me wrong. I have fun in the playlist. It's just God, there's just way it's way too many tryhards. <laughs> yeah, I'm not knocking them. The point yeah. of the game is <clears throat> to win. I get it. But when you match team after team after team, you know, eight person teams when you're playing with four, it gets old the, pretty the, quick. The, the sweats were out in yeah. full force or are out now in full force in that squad playlist, which I mean, those are they're popular traditional maps and eight, yeah. it's easier to get a squad of eight than it is to get a squad of 12. Well, don't get me wrong. The, the sweaties are in big team as well. 12 V 12. Yeah. But it seems like they're more spread out. I don't know if the squad battle just has a smaller player pool or there's just really that many people playing big team. Well, big teams always the, second most popular next to Fiesta. Yeah. But like I said, 
I mean, either way, I was, even as frustrating as it is, I was having fun. So, other That's than good. when I get shot through a rock. <laughs> Gotta love the net code. And sometimes it's just Forge. We need to get some MCC stuff going on at some point, I feel like. One of these days. But, all right. Well, thanks for the little bit of an update on that. We've got some Halo news, courtesy of Halo Waypoint, to go through. Of course, for those that are tracking at home, get your bingo cards out. I now have officially fallen behind another book because Halo mm-hmm. Epitaph came out on Tuesday this week. Mm-hmm. So, get Guess your bingo what I'm cards listening to tomorrow. Yeah, there you go. I'm pretty sure I pre-ordered it, so it's probably coming soon. It's probably on my Kindle. I just have to go find it. So yeah, Halo Epitaph's out. I'm now behind six books. I, I should really, you know, read some. We got yeah, occasionally new, it would help. We got new silver debriefs for the Halo TV show, which uh Laird actually gifted me a gift card redeemable for Paramount Plus, so I actually have the ability to watch the Halo show uh all the way through its conclusion. I think GT are were you waiting or do you have it and you're watching through it? No, I have it and I'm watching it. Okay. So we might actually uh, start talking about it. <laughs> we'll actually have some content to talk about. I, I, I will tell you, episode four, I think you're going to like. Okay. I, I've seen some not so favorable re- responses to the this, this season so far on social media. My personal opinion is they can all kiss my ass. <laughs> Is it your traditional Halo story? No, it is not. If you go in there thinking it's going to be Halo Reach, the book, the book Halo Reach, it's not that. They are doing a good job of telling a story. It does have some slow points. Like episode five is a pretty dry, slow episode. Okay. But well, I will. They are, in my opinion, they're telling a good story. They started telling the story of Reach, but they didn't do anything to hurt the story from the book Reach. Well, not majorly, other than the whole Silver Timeline thing. Right. Okay. So, all I have to say is, if you're not enjoying it, don't watch it. Don't comment about it. Just say you don't like it, because there are people out there that are enjoying it. Everyone has to voice their opinion. Well, you know, opinion, never mind. <laughs> Opinions are like a certain bodily function or part. Everybody's got one. Yeah. I'll make sure I watch the first two episodes so it we can is, talk about it next week. They're doing a better story. It's a better story than the first season. That's good. But I still enjoyed the first season, other than all the butt thing and the sex scene. That just really didn't. Yeah. That didn't fit. I will. Totally agree with everybody on that. But all in all, I'm enjoying it. I think you will too, provided you keep in mind it's not a word for word telling of the Halo that we know. It is a separate Halo story. Yes, it does include Master Chief. It does include Dr. Halsey. It does include Cortana. It does include these characters. But this is a separate story from the mainline universe. As long as you you keep in mind with that, you're good. I think they're doing a good job. Could they do better? Yes. 
but I enjoy the story they're telling. Very good. Well, I will try to have the first two episodes watched by the next podcast, by next week, so we can start talking about them. And I'll give us some things to discuss. What else do we have in the news? We've got <clears throat> Halo Fireside, which is another one of these little short story type things that have been uh, showing up on Waypoint. So there's a free PDF that you can get over on Waypoint plus audiobook format on YouTube. It's about another kind of 20, 30 minute audiobook story, kind of a little short read. It would be cool to put all these things. I don't know if they plan on putting some of these short stories into something like an evolutions or maybe this is just their way of doing a, a evolutions type thing. And they're just releasing them yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. Pens, I'm getting to that. Off topic, off topic for a moment. Okay. Question. Yes. How does an eight hour audiobook download in 17 seconds? You have wicked fast internet. On my cell phone? Uh, if you have wicked fast internet. Still. Maybe. Eight hours of audio in 17 seconds. I mean, if it's compressed, it's like, is it MP3 format? I have no idea. It's audible format. Whatever format know. they use. Probably MP3. No, audible like has their own, their own, inc- or own compression. It's not, they don't use a standard compression. They, well, they, it's probably a standard pr- compression, but they modify it so only their players can play it. Well, that's probably just copyright stuff. So it might be using the Windows Media Wrapper because that, that can copy protect audio files. And, and it could mm. be multiple formats. It could be MP3. It could be WMA. It could be... So, so it, they're probably still using some kind of format. Like I said... Probably existing format, but they've tweaked it. Well, because it's spoken word too, it's probably super compressed. You don't need anyway. a lot of yeah. So I mean, it's it's possible. How, do you know how big the file size is? I mean, I would assume it's maybe mm-hmm. maybe eight hundred megs tops. Laird is saying Epitaph is four hundred megs for his audiobook. Okay, well, I imagine it's probably four hundred megs. Yeah, if it, I mean, spoken word is really easy to compress down. It's music that you can't compress as much because it has a wider range of mm-hmm. tones and <clears throat> frequencies that it's using across the spectrum where voice is very like there are codecs specifically made to compress speech into a very tight file format. Well, these things are, are probably not even that big. So I just downloaded point of light and Divine Win, and they were both under 200 megs. Keep in mind, this is for mobile content. I wonder if you're getting a even more lossy compression, like if there's a more lossless one versus a lossy one. Well, according to my settings, it's supposed to be the high-quality one, if I remember right. Okay. I mean, it's still spoken word, so I can still see it being yeah on the smaller side. A little trivia for the day, I guess. Uh, but to Penn's point in the chat, yes, you can grab a free copy of the Halo Wars Genesis graphic novel uh, in celebration of Halo Wars' birthday. 15 years. Mm-hmm. As of Monday this week. Uh, we also have a refresh 
for Firefight, King of the Hill. So that has three new maps that have come in. Cliffside, Breaker, Fragmentation, High Power, and Scar. So implementing Firefight into current big team maps. And one not big team. It's interesting they, they've added Breaker and Cliffhanger. Be interesting to see how those or um yeah. Cliffhanger and whichever one the the drill one is. I think it's Scar, anyways. <clears throat> and I think that's pretty much it. There's another cannon fodder as well, obviously tying in with the books that have just uh, or the book that just came out and all the other lore pieces that have been coming up. So the Fireside, Epitaph, there's a little audio excerpt on YouTube that you can go watch for Epitaph, if you so choose, and then some other little lore tidbits about the arc. So there's your little news dump. I thought we could talk, I don't know if you saw this, GT, but this kind of made some hot news early last week. Kevin Schmidt, who used to be a senior lead designer at 343, put a tweet out responding to some other community members on Twitter saying that over the past 12 years or so, during his tenure at 343, apparently there were 20 to 30 game ideas that were pitched to Microsoft, all of which were turned down, ranging from uh, single-player and multiplayer experience, ODST-themed things, galaxy um, spanning, like universe-spanning things, and also some more like character development, intimate-type things. And Turned down by 343? <laughs> turned down by, by Microsoft, Microsoft Studio. Studios. As in 343 had pitched the ideas to Xbox Microsoft, and Microsoft oh, said okay. no. Does not surprise me. Because the big thing that everyone's been talking about lately is Helldivers, which I mm-hmm. haven't played it, but it's apparently very much like a ODST Battle Royale, mm-hmm. which I, I know I've said time and time again, I would play the heck out of. And it, it works like, regardless of whether or not you like Battle Royale, it, it fit like, it can fit within the Halo narrative. Yes. Yeah, it can. Like, that that's essentially what ODSTs are. Mm-hmm. Drop into a war zone, you take what you have around you, and you <laughs> <laughs> survive. Yeah. No, yeah. It, well, OGST's I mean, it, would fit, with, it would fit with Spartans, too. The only thing, well, for one, I don't like Battle Royale, period. I just don't like the concept of Which it. Which is fine. But the only reason <coughs> I was kind of against it, kind of against it as a main multiplayer for a mainstream Halo game is. They're already bitching about breaking with the traditional Halo gameplay. Now you take that traditional Halo gameplay, you throw the whole thing out the window and put in a whole brand new game mode. There is nothing in Halo like a Battle Royale. I mean, it's been forged. No, I'm talking about actually put into Halo as a mainstream multiplayer. Oh, yes, gotcha. it's been forged. I, I get that. And I'm not saying it's a bad game type for Halo. But doing that 
a lot depends on how it was how it was implemented. But ten to one, it would replace big team battle, which that would get everybody's panties in a wad. <laughs> just we just said it. It's the second most pay, it's the second most played playlist. Next to Fiesta, yeah. I I mean the traditional I, Halo has been fair start with time spawns and when they vary away vary away from that formula the community gives them all kinds of shit. can it work in a Halo game? Yes. I it can. But I think my own opinion take it however you want a standalone multiplayer not part of a mainline game could it be its own mode just like firefight in warzone was in halo 5 we'll see the deal is is okay you have this game they already suffer from the problem with too many playlists but but just make it its own section like the way master chief collection i, I don't know why they they just like i said with what they did a there, standalone game stand you know separate from regular infinite they could launch it just like they do in Master Chief Collection. I don't care. <laughs> you can make it to where you only download that part of the game. So if you only want to play the Battle Royale, you just download the Battle Royale and you play that. I'm being told that Helldivers is a PvE experience, not a <laughs> PvP experience. So I haven't played it. I haven't even watched a video on it yet. I, I haven't played it. I, I just heard people were comparing it to ODST and were like, this is an experience that we've been waiting for yeah like i said i haven't i haven't even looked in it i haven't watched any videos on it well because <laughs> honestly right now i'm not looking for a new game i i barely have time to play the ones that i i do have that's that's fair but the the point that the, of the reason i was bringing up was just the idea of having other titles that we could play it just mm-hmm. kind of begs the, the question what kind of Halo game other than the the mainline shooters would you like to see come to the Halo universe because there's a lot of different possibilities obviously there Mega Block Halo <laughs> I mean that was one that looked like it was considered for a while it just never yeah saw uh, you know, day. honestly I I can't, I can't answer that question fairly because I honestly have a very limited genre of games that i like to play and nothing else really appeals to me i mean the honestly the only reason i play destiny is because of the gunplay it's fun to play it's fun just to run around shoot i don't participate in the pvp part of destiny i I haven't for several years now because i find that part of the game very annoying because in that particular section of the game, if you're not using the weapons and abilities that are the meta at the time, you're going to get your stomped. And there ain't a damn thing you can do about it. That's just the way it is. Um, and I just did not enjoy that. So would I want to see that kind of universe come into Halo? No. I would. I would participate probably in the PvE side of it. But I would I would not play any type of matchmaking. They've already done Halo Wars, Halo Wars Three. No, <laughs> you know that I would do. You know, Halo Racing game. We have Duquesne for that, right? 
<laughs> yeah, what other genres? Yeah, those are that's pretty much the limit of my the genres I've played. You know, a Halo side scroller, Mario Brothers Halo edition, <laughs> RB and Chief type thing. So, you know, I like I said, I can't really fairly answer, answer that question because I have a very limited experience with games. There are very few games that even appeal to me as something I'd want to try. It's like okay. Skyrim. I had no desire to play it. World of Warcraft. I have no desire to play it. I don't even have a desire to try it. Destiny is about the closest as close to that as I want to get. Okay. And unfortunately, with the changes that have been made, some good, some bad, they got a lot closer to a World of Warcraft than was almost comfortable for me. Okay. Well, just kind of thinking about the fact that there were 20 or 30 games that were pitched. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seemed like, I guess, hinted at that a lot of them were still kind of in the shooter genre of things. Yeah. Now, if, you know, they want to do another odst style game i'd be all in for it if if the basic premise of the game is like a main title or mainline title or halo game i probably would play it you know you kill stuff go you know you go through a mission you kill stuff some stuff's harder to kill than other stuff you know things like that i wouldn't have a problem with that the the thing for me would be it's got to have a great story story one of the things that kind of comes into mind for me, because I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate lately, but would some kind of uh, RPG type thing, type experience be good for the Halo universe? Thinking like an Assassin's Creed or Skyrim or, or kind of in that genre of gameplay. I, I couldn't word. tell you. Never played any of those games. Don't know how it would work with the Halo. I mean, yeah, you could take Skyrim and turn everything into halo <laughs> but well, and, and it, you can like i feel like you could take it to either be very i mean maybe pins maybe maybe not this ne- doesn't necessarily have to be oni but if you think look at like ryan forge and like the story that's kind of been played out there and how it's kind of discovering through a lot of these different landscapes and stuff you could have a world that's maybe it's a little bit more rail like Assassin's Creed where it's like there are little side quests and everything, but it's a main line story and you have to go through that story. See, that's what I was kind of thinking infinite was going to be, you know, there was going to be a mainline story and then you would wander about the world, finding other stuff. Well, you did, but wasn't a lot of content. No, I was just expecting more content. Or do you want to go something a little bit more that's open world, like a um, like a Skyrim or a Fallout or a Baldur's Gate? Where it kind of all depends on how it's implemented. If it's no, but just like the concept of you know, if it's other types just of games open world you- where you go out and you find missions, okay, fine, I'd probably be okay with that. If it's wander around the world to f- upgrade your gear. Then probably not. Well, so so here's what I'm getting at. Would a game like that from an RPG perspective be of interest to you if it's like, okay, there's extra fluff on the side, but it's still main rail? 
or leave an experience where it could be a lot more open-ended where even the the fluff side rail stuff actually drives it to where everyone's narrative experience is different i wouldn't mind that i wouldn't like mind i wouldn't mind a, a halo story where the player themselves kind of shapes the story yeah like maybe the major story beats are all the same yeah but your specific experience as a player whether you're an oni operative or an odst mm-hmm. or a rebel or an insurrectionist whatever i mean that is one one of the things i kind of liked about the mass effect series that's another good is one, yeah. the your actions changed the story the outcome of the yeah i mean it's still told a story and from what i've seen in the mass effect story it was actually a pretty decent story i just didn't like the gameplay yeah i could see something like that that would give it some replayability because you could play it and then you go through it again and make different choices and get a different outcome yeah i mean something like that i could i could get behind it's like it, i don't and would it be I, I, I just don't I don't want to have to go do a mission to get something so I can do the next mission. I just want to go do the missions. <laughs> there's there's good RPGs and bad RPGs for, you know, for I don't that. want the grind of having to level up in order to do, play the content. I I mean for, I think for some of those games the part of that level up experience is kind of story driven and kind of gatekeeping to make sure you go through certain pieces. So to an extent, it, you, I mean, you could get it. You could get it. They, they definitely do that. And it irritates the hell out of me. They <laughs> release a new expansion. And all of a sudden, you go from being all God powerful to getting your ass beat by the freaking weakest enemy in the game. <laughs> because you stuck your head out the wrong time. <laughs> I understand that they need to increase the increase the difficulty of the enemies. That's fine. But do it throughout the campaign. Don't make this huge jump right at the beginning of the campaign. But anyway, that's like I said, I don't want to have to, you know, they could do it by, okay, you have to do either this mission or this mission to unlock the next mission. Okay, fair enough. But I don't have to go get a specific piece of gear or level a piece of gear in order to unlock that mission. I see. Or to have enough, be able to do enough damage to complete the mission. I I like, I like to be able to use strategy to beat missions. I like to learn where the weapons are in the missions and carry the right weapons to each engagement. You know, I like learning that stuff. It's like, you know, in, in any game, in, in any one of the uh, Halo games, I know, oh, wait a minute. I'm going to need that sniper rifle here in a little bit. Or I'm going to need that rocket launcher to take care of those two hunters that are just around a corner. Or, you know, stuff like that. I like learning that stuff. Because it actually adds a challenge. Because now you have to save that weapon for the specific job you need. So that means you have to use the other weapon. So both weapons are very important as to what you, you pick. You know, you need this one to do damage to the specific enemy, but you can't use it to kill all the trash mob and 
that you have to go through to get to that end. So I'm not saying there's not other genres that they couldn't go into. It's just most likely I'm probably not going to be very interested in them. And depending on how they're implemented. And not everyone's going to. I mean, each <clears throat> each gamer has their own preference of genres, so that's that's totally understandable. I'm just thinking from a feasibility perspective and a possibility that fits in the Halo universe. I, I think the opportunities are certainly there. Look at Fallout's weapon crafting. You could do that with the Banished. Yeah, see, that's that's stepping that's over the line for me. But, I mean, it might not be what you would play, but could you see it working? In some type of game, yeah, probably. But, like I said, that kind of stuff would turn me off of the game almost immediately. Because well, you just they wouldn't generally, play that Halo game. They would have to... Yeah, exactly. That would turn me off of that game. Because somewhere along the line, you would have to have that weapon crafted specifically to do a certain thing. I mean, I don't think you, you necessarily have to. Now, it's just if a it matter just of if, if someone gets Customizing the weapon? Okay, that's one thing. You're making it look the way you want. Okay, fine. That I have no problem with. But I want to pick up the weapon and use it. I don't want to have to modify the weapon to make it work. Now, granted, sometimes the weapons just don't work anyway. Pulse rifle, plasma pistol, brute shot. No. I just think it'd be interesting to see how, like, you could take a, a story of how Atriox really started the Banished and started bringing together just the ragtag of mm-hmm. how the Banished is, is such a resourceful entity. Yeah, there's lots of ways you could take it, and there's lots of things that you could do with it. And yeah, it's not going to appeal to everybody. And hopefully they've learned their lesson on that one, that they can't please everybody. They need to do whatever they need to do to bring in fresh blood. I mean, there's Halo fans that haven't played the RTS series, or Mm -hmm. the the Halo Wars series. There's ones that haven't played the top-down twin-stick shooter Mm -hmm. games either. I mean, I've played them all because I'll play pretty much any Halo experience. I'll buy Halo DLC for all other games and play it. The only one I haven't really played, I think, so far is Killer Instinct. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I own the DLC somehow, but I don't own the game. You can get the DLC without having the game. Yeah. No, apparently I got the DLC without getting the game. Well, don't the remember doing that. Free. Anyways. And like how important for me, and I think. In general, I don't think it's really that important, but how important is it that any kind of Halo game is approachable by everyone? Like I I I think if you were to make a Halo experience that's maybe just out of the left field for most players, but might fit a certain niche. Like say Well, a, that a, that is something I think they really game. need to stay away from. You, they need to market these games to the broadest audience they they, they can get. It's just it's business. You can't lock yourself into some small niche market at the scale that they're developing games. And look at what Fortnite doing though. They have yeah. they have six different games within just Fortnite now. But how'd they start? Not where they are now. They started with one game and then they expanded upon that game. I it Halo's been around for a while. I mean, you could you could yes, fit. but Halo has also been out of favor for ten years now. I mean, so you, so Halo, you don't think Halo's in a position to really eat, to really expand at this point in 
I don't think they're drawing enough new players to be able to do that. And other types of games is not the solution, you think? Well, I mean, it probably is, but they need to do it in a way that actually entices people to play it. I'm not saying they I'm not, I'm not saying they can't go into other genres of games, but right now they're having a problem with just doing the shooter. There has been some comments based off of this thread of Microsoft letting other studios work on Halo titles and not just exclusively give it to 343 for managing. I, you know, I wouldn't have a problem with that as long as 343 oversees it. I think they would over, oversee it. They just need to not be so involved with the process. Like, obviously, let 343 dictate this is the kind of gameplay, this is the kind of story, but mm-hmm. then let the studio take that idea and do what they do best with it. Because, you, right. I mean, look at how many studios are under Microsoft's purview. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. <laughs> Honestly, the only game that i think that really needs to stay with 343 is the first person shooter shooter. and they need to focus on that and whatever they're working on right now they better make sure they get got all their ducks in a row this time because if they don't they're not going to survive the next one it it seems like they're surviving enough well for for infinite that's it's still going like i said they do it again we said that for this time, though. We said Infinite was the third third strike throughout, and it's like, did they strike out? Like I said, they, they've, they've got to get this launch for the next one. Halo 4's launch was actually pretty good. People just didn't like the multiplayer because it was too COD-like. Halo well, 5 had great multiplayer. It launched well. It just had limited game modes and no Forge. And then Halo Infinite has no Forge, no cut. Limited no game modes. Well, no co-op at the beginning at all. As long, like I said, really the only complaints I've got about Infinite is them not delivering on their promises. The co-op thing. Yeah. The more, you know, having a complete multiplayer at launch, those things that we were promised, those are the things that I hold against them. I I, I don't even even complain (laughs) that they took an extra year to finish the game or to get the game ready to launch. And, you know, a lot of people blame the management inside 343, and yes, there is some blame there. But I still look at Daddy Microsoft. Yes, Bonnie was the head of 343, but she had a boss. Mm-hmm. And then it, it sounds like with how many games that 343 tried to pitch, it, you, you take a, a hard look at what goes on from the business side of making games. I mean, yeah, if Microsoft didn't think they would make any money on the game, fine. Okay, fine. I understand that. Because they're not in, they're not in business to give away. They're in business to make money. But I would like to know what those ideas were. But, you know, we'll never know for sure. Yeah, I would like to know what those ideas were to see if there were even something that I would even think would be interesting to look at. Am I an expert on demographics of people that play video games? Hell no. <laughs> I mean, there's there's people playing all types of games because there's there's all those genres for a reason. Well, I know a guy that he doesn't care. He plays games for gamer score. I, I know one of those people too. Was ranked well, at least until Microsoft accused him of cheating. 
this guy had a game fly subscription so he would rent a game or rent several games and he would 100% every one of the games and then he'd send them back so he had 900,000 gamer score or something like that and he was a preacher Mm -hmm. not what I would have expected but okay wasn't what I was expected either <laughs> fair, fair enough. And I think of like, if Microsoft would let him, I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Would it be semi play? I have no freaking idea because they didn't, they haven't launched it yet. Do you think having multiple titles like this being like, say, for whatever reason, Microsoft is like, okay, what it like, <laughs> community's definitely spoken. We could put out a game a year, but they're different genres built by different studios. Would a, a game a year for Halo, not necessarily the mainline, maybe make the mainline every three years or, or so, but exploring into these other genres where there's definitely expressed interest from the community, would that be appealing to? I think it would help the community. Keeps fresh It would get it out there, there in front of more people, get the story out there in front of more people, so get more people invested in the story, and you might just actually draw some people into other games. Yeah. Yeah, I can't say that I would play them or not because they don't exist. So I don't, I don't know what type of game it would be. Bobby's saying wouldn't one every year, but every two years. So, <clears throat> I mean, from if you're doing mainline shooters, yeah, Bobby, I would agree. But if we're talking, okay, every three years you have a shooter, and then maybe every six years you have an RTS, like Halo Wars is every six years, and then you have another, maybe if you go the the Mass Effect route or the Assassin's Creed route. I mean, I, th- I think a Halo version of Mass Effect would be phenomenal. Maybe that's something that's every 10 years or every 12 years or, or whatever. But looking at other... Because, I mean, Halo Wars as, as an RTS has been very successful. I mean, it's a little bit more niche. But they're widely renowned for their storytelling and oh God. gameplay. Yeah. Like, they may not have been as popular as the shooters, but they definitely stood their own for a good while while they were out. I've and actually the, been getting the itch to play through them again. The The twin six shooters, yeah, they, they they unfortunately had the Windows 8 push, so probably not the best, but the concepts overall were pretty good. I and don't the way that I, had, I had fun playing them on my phone, you know, sat there waiting for something. Yeah. Yep. That's when you go through and get my achievements on them, but me too. But I have there. to get all the co-op ones. Same. Should probably plan that at some point. But there's other genres out there that fit well within Halo. I mean, Battle Royale. That's something that could just be an evergreen product on its own, and that gets its own set of updates. Maybe not certain Infinity, but some other studio that Microsoft has that can just grind content down for that. I mean. There's just a lot of possibilities, and it, it's it sucks that money's is like the factor in business. Because like, it, if you look at Epic and what they're doing with Fortnite, they're just pouring money into the creative side of it, and they're just making bank. Like they they have this gem of a product, and everyone knows about it, and it it just goes. And and the content they just they just keep pushing content out, and it's a very successful model, and. Microsoft is very gun shy on doing that kind of stuff. And I feel like Halo is a, is a good brand to do it with. It's just 
it's been so mismanaged now for the last 13, 14 years. It's like, do you have an, a leg to sit on or to stand on to actually push the boundaries of going just past the shooter and really expanding on the universe that you have given to you on the silver platter that's rusted over now at this point? Can you polish it up to actually expand and really garner the respect it once had and maybe not maybe halo is just one of those like okay it's going to be uh one of those games that when the new one comes out people play it for six weeks and then put it back on the shelf and the niche hardcore people that love halo will be the only ones playing it like it'll it'll make a buku amounts of money and there'll be microtransactions so it'll still bring in the money that it needs to support but other than that yeah i don't know Maybe maybe Halo's just stuck in the shadow of his former glory now. You have a company that profits billions of dollars every year. Yeah, they laid off people every year. Don't get me wrong, they come up with good ideas, but then they bail on them. And I'm not just talking about Microsoft. Right. It's, uh, It's really bad that all industries are so focused on that almighty dollar. And I've never, my only goal in life is to make enough money that I can be comfortable, where I can make sure I can put food on the table and have a little fun. I don't have a problem going to work every day. Yes, I complain and moan and cry about it, but (laughs) I still go to work every day. Gotta love capitalism. Like I said, all I want is to be able to go to work, make enough money to feed me and my wife, build myself a little rock crawler, play video games, buy some computer equipment every once in a while, you know, be able to take a vacation and actually go somewhere, not have a staycation all the time, you know, things like that. I don't get why people need billions of dollars in their bank account that just sits there. I mean, there's people that make more money in a month than I'll spend in a lifetime. I think that's one of those things that, unfortunately, is, is lost to the Halo community now. Where, I mean, you looked at Bungie and how it treated the Halo community. Well, I, well, there there's some give and take there, but they had their good and their bad. Yeah, but the community was given what they needed to thrive and what they needed to really make the game their own and, and be supported. And it's, 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 you have such a diverse group of people that have been attracted to Halo for different reasons. And there's always the break of, well, you, you could try to bank as, as much money as you can on a product or, you know, maybe reinvest some of that back in to, add features and capabilities or, or new things that really the community is asking for. And the executives are just lining their pocketbooks instead of, you know, maybe I, I don't need this, <clears throat> this much money. Let's reinvest back. In, and, and I mean, that's what indies, indie devs are great for. Well, the one thing is with live service game, like they've designed infinite, you need to have that reinvestment to continue people wanting to spend money on your game like all the microtransactions for the customization stuff that should be generating new maps new modes new expansion experiences 
or infinite. That's where it needs to go. Yeah. So that's, that's really what it should be. I mean, yes, some of that money is being reinvested back into Halo because 343 still is in business. But it's just the amount of effort put into a game determines how much profit you make off the game. And I have yet to see any penny pincher understand that. It, it's the same with anything you buy. If you buy the cheap Walmart coffee pot, it's going to last two months in the dead and you're going to go buy another one. Or you can buy a nice, high quality coffee pot and it will last you for years. Yes, it does cost more at the beginning. But by the time you get to the same lifespan with that cheap Walmart coffee pot, you spent three times as much. Same, same when you're fixing your car. Yeah, buy the cheap brakes. Okay, fine. Be buying a lot more brakes and they'll be more expensive over time. Yeah. Well, you know, you buy the cheap brakes and then you, somebody jumps out in front of you and you can't stop fast enough and you plow into the side of the car. How much does that cost you? You pay a price one way or another. When you buy the cheap stuff or you buy the expensive stuff, just the form of payment's different. Yeah. Well, the duration of the payment over time is different. Yeah. If, if you invest in the good stuff to begin with, your long-term investment is lower. Mm-hmm. So if Microsoft would invest money into Halo and make it a true live service game where it gets regular content updates, people will spend more money with you. Mm-hmm. They're in the long game, you make more money than you invest in it. But everybody seems to have this little one-inch picture, one-inch-long picture of how finances work. Well, and even with features, it's like, where are the core features that launched with Halo? And you, like the last two games that you've released haven't launched with core features of Halo. Like they somehow managed to pull it off with Halo 4, but then Halo 5 and Infinite, they just be like, huh? They forgot how to make a game all of a sudden. Like I said, I I honestly don't think a lot of that decision making was made by 343 Industries, not unassisted by someone else. I think it's easy to say, though, that there's plenty of opportunities for Halo. I would love to see other experiences in Halo that, like GT was saying, can draw more attention to Halo, draw more people in to involve themselves with the franchise and the story because Halo as a franchise it has a lot of potential. It's just been from a game side not managed well, whether it's internal three for three, Microsoft or whoever not making decisions that pan out well, and maybe it's the time for strategy. I mean I know leadership changed at three four three, so maybe there's some change of strategy involved, but twenty to thirty game ideas over twelve years and they're all shot down. And the only games that we've had out since then are Halo 5, MCC, Halo Wars 2, and Halo Infinite. I mean, I guess two of those you can consider kind of just same game, just series after another, Halo 5 and Halo Infinite. MCC, they, I mean, it had a horrible launch, but they, like, they put the time and effort to make it what it is today, and now it's one of the best collections ever, and it's praised as one of the like the right way to make a collection 
It didn't start out that way. Oh, no. It did not start out that way at all. But they devoted themselves to fixing it and actually making it work for the community. And now it's one of the greatest Halo experience. It is the greatest Halo experience that's that exists. And that was being worked on up until like a couple years ago when Infinite was really kind of taking the limelight. And I mean, they're, they're still putting updates to it. They got an update a few weeks ago. Like they're the capability is there. It's just decisions to yes. make Halo better or expand upon it just aren't being made or decisions are the decisions that are being made are not the best ones. Yeah, there's I I, I don't know. It's just I mean three for three might be listening to this. I I doubt anyone from Xbox or Microsoft is probably listening to this, but you have such a rich I mean I'm looking at a bookshelf I have an entire bookshelf that's filled with Halo game memorabilia, the books, the CDs. You you've got lore and narrative out the wazoo. You've got a whole universe to expand. You have one of the best video game universes that exists. I have eight Xboxes because of Halo. I have seven. I have seven Halo Xboxes. I have eight 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 Xboxes, not just Halo ones. Eight Xboxes, three of which are currently still in use because you know I can only use them one at a time. <laughs> Unless your wife's using it to stream, so you can use two at a time. No, that's what we do. We use Xboxes as our set top box. It's our Apple TV or whatever you want your your Roku. Whatever. Right. I just, like I said, Halo brought me into the Xbox family. I have, I haven't even looked at another console and considered buying it since I've moved to Xbox. I just haven't. I enjoy the Halo series too much. And if it's not on Xbox and it's not on PC, I just don't play it. There have been other games that have interested me, but they're not on Xbox. So I don't play them. You know, I. The only two would be PlayStation and Nintendo. Like I said, there's been several Nintendo games I thought about. You know, I I looked like they'd be fun to play, but they're not on Xbox. So I'm not going to go buy another console just to play a couple of games. Not when I've got so much invested in Xbox. I mean, I'm actually actively looking for Halo Edition Xboxes. You know, I have right now I'm looking for a Halo 4 Xbox. Am I going to use it? No. It's going to sit on the shelf right behind me. (laughs) Bring it out for LAN parties. Fuck, I don't even have that many friends that play, play, play video games anymore. What you see behind me is just a small part of my collection. I've got an entire closet full of stuff. I still have all the boxes for all my collector's consoles. I have the statues. It's I have a giant mech controller too. <laughs> for steel with steel baton. Steel battalion. The game. Steel battalion. Yeah. I have that massive controller. If anybody's ever seen it. Ace actually made me play steel battalion when we were at PAX two years ago. Yeah. Did you play with the big controller? I did. Actually did okay. He was impressed. 
He was yeah, actually, it's, it's I, big. He was he was actually impressed. Like he he explained well, he explained a lot more thoroughly than the people that the were game there. did. Well, and the people that were overseeing Steel Battalion, because I mean, Ace is a very eclectic person when it comes to video games and his experience with that kind of stuff. So he he was very much. He he told me some additional things, but then like left other things for me to figure out, <laughs> like how to put out, like extinguish the fire and whatnot. But yeah, that that controller is massive, <laughs> and that ran on the PlayStation. No, I actually have the Xbox version. Were they on Xbox or PlayStation? I thought they were. I don't know I if they, they made the big controller for PlayStation. I know they made it for Xbox. Maybe it was Xbox. Okay, maybe it was Xbox. It was the OG Xbox. But yeah. Huge freaking! You need a whole table just for the controller, and it's a heavy sucker. Yeah, my my desk actually is almost too narrow to put the controller on. If I put the controller on my desk, I have to clear just about everything else off of it. <laughs> you could stream it at some point. I'm sure there's there's probably people that actually stream Steel Battalion. I'm gonna have to learn how to use that controller first before I do that. But yeah, I I one of these days I might do that. I got to clean my office first because it's a disaster area. <laughs> so it looks like on eBay, there's actually some uh, some reasonable options for Halo 4 360 consoles right now. Granted, they're, they're pre-owned, but um, there is one that's open box for 300 Yeah. If you're looking. Well, considering right now I got $150 to my name, I'm not looking right at the moment. There is one for 100 plus 25 in shipping. Yeah, I don't hold a lot of faith that that one actually functions. Well, it says it does. Like I said, I don't hold a lot of faith that it's it actually functions and hasn't been tore up. I'll say, See, unfortunately, those consoles are getting of the age that people have been in them, and you have no idea what they've done. I, I'm I'm pretty sure you could find a, a good. Oh, I can. I just I have to align when I have the money with right shopping because unfortunately right now I'm having to save up for something else. It's more important than a console. Well, I think we've exhausted our conversation about other Halo games. I thought it was an interesting concept just to hear that. Yeah. Over the last, there's been essentially three games pitched every year to Microsoft and they got shut down. Is a, it's just a mind boggling concept is like you have all these great ideas yet none of them landed well we'll say we they had all these ideas because we don't know if they were great or not i mean that's 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 a fair point as well but still yep thanks for listening to our ramble folks it's been a while since we have had any kind of topic like that so it was good to actually have a topic of discussion and actually have some interaction in the twitch chat as well which, for those that are listening via download, we do record these live on Twitch every Thursday night at 9 p.m. now, Eastern Time. Still have our Fragrant Friday, which GT will be hosting. And I think that's that's going to wrap it up for tonight. So thanks again, GT. Thanks again, chat room. And for those listening on the download, thank you for listening to us. We'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. You can find our podcast on your favorite podcasting service and listen to us live every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch. Check out our website, podtackler.com, 
and join the community on Discord at podtacular.com slash Discord. If you want to play Halo with us, come join us for Fragon Fridays at 8.30pm Eastern Time. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Become a supporter of the show by sharing the show with your friends and family. Or help keep the lights on by subscribing to us on Twitch, donating via PayPal, or becoming a patron alongside Confal, Pins Halo, and Prestige Ace. Until next time, keep on fragging trucks. <laughs>